0: Welcome to the Play to Win Podcast. We're your game gurus, Alex
1: and Jared.
0: And this month, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So Jedi Fallen Order is fairly new. Um, You know, it came out in the, what what year did that come out?
1: 2019? End of 19.
0: November 15th, 2019. Uh, Pretty much on every system. It is not on a Nintendo system, though. We've got it pulled up here, um, made by Respawn Entertainment, which the same folks that bring you Titanfall 1 and 2 and Apex Legends. So pretty good catalog there. And published by EA, which is the parent company that bought Respawn. So that makes sense as well. And uh, let's see, the Metacritic. We were just talking about this off air. I kind of feel like the Metacritic's a little low for this game, but it's got a 79, which is a good score, and the user scores a 7.6. But I tend to fall in line more with the scores from IGN and GameSpot, which yeah. is a 9.0, which is a great score. And I think that is on point because this is a great game. I agree. And then I think Jared, you were mentioning before we jumped in that they have an update coming, right?
1: Yeah. So this summer they're supposed to be. So they've already done the bump for the uh, the One X, and then the uh, what do they call PlayStation Pro? Yeah. PS4 Pro. Uh, yeah. Um, so this summer they're actually going to be doing an actual Xbox Series X S and PS5 upgrade as well. So that's gonna bring the graphics up even more so the first time i played it i played it on a base xbox one and then i got to see the improvements from the uh from the one x on my series x and then we're gonna get to see a, yet another graphic upgrade so i'm excited to jump back into it after that
0: that is incredible and maybe this is a good place to start is just how breathtaking this game looks now i did not play this game before the Series X update. And I, or I'm i sorry, the 1X update. Mm-hmm. And I played this on my Series X in 4K. So I got the highest quality that it is right now. And it just looks absolutely stunning. Uh, it the, is
1: beautiful. It is a beautiful is thing. great.
0: You know, when you light up the lightsaber and you feel the...
1: Oh, yeah. And,
0: and the light contrast. Oh, my God. That was just so satisfying. Oh, yeah. The, it, the scenery is so well done. The world feels so alive, even though, you know, it, it's very linear, yep. and yet it feels very cool, like it's very easy to get lost in this world, and as, especially early on, you know, when you're on that first world, I, like, not knowing where the hell I'm going or anything like that, but you, as you kind of play the game, you get to realize, oh, this is, this is the stuff directing me I really don't have as many direct direction options as it first seemed right so ah, but man it is gorgeous
1: no I, I was really impressed even the first time around um, even more so the second time around with like the, the hair and clothing animations too when you're not wearing his poncho and he's wearing fluid. just his yeah it, it looks great and i know hair is something that's really really hard to do and the fact that this wasn't even a current gen game it was the last gen game and the yeah. animation is still that sharp is really impressive
0: yeah it is it is great
1: um
0: they they made this world look so good and kind of going along that they modeled the character after i uh oh what's his name the Kid actor from gotham yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that's what I'm thinking of him from my my wife. Actually, he's like, hey, that guy looks familiar. He looks like so-and-so from uh, Shameless. I'm like, yep, yeah. that's him.
1: <laughs> well, and, and I like that move, and I'm really hoping they cast him in some live-action things coming up because I, I like the character of Calcet. I, I like these. Um, yeah. Same with, like, Kane and Jarrett from Rebels. I like the kids that were apprentices at the time of Order 66, and they got yeah. away. And they have to somehow make their way in the universe with this big secret of their identity. Like, I love those stories, and getting more of them would be really cool. And after Kanan, you know, spoilers, dying in Rebels. Folks, it's been like five years. Um, After Kanan dying in Rebels, it's cool to get another story like this.
0: Yeah, and I, I think people who have been listening to us already know there's probably quite a few spoilers involved particularly for the game that we're talking about. So but going going ahead and giving you the heads up that there will be some spoilers about Jedi Fallen Order if you have not gotten through.
1: And probably Star Wars in general because I think we'll get into some narrative points because this really fills in some narrative gaps in terms of the entire Star Wars IP as well.
0: Yeah. Respawn, I mean, man, they did Star Wars proud. I feel like this is one of the best Star Wars stories to come out since, I don't know, in quite a while. This is, this is
1: well, really a really good story. To, to kind of piggyback on that point, you know I do my, my Star Wars watch through. so folks, I watch through every single Star Wars movie show um, in a row, and I have a special order watching it. And this is so good as far as how the story goes. I considered playing this in the order in which <laughs> I was watching everything, but I just I couldn't think about doing, you know, 10 hours on one of these stops. So, um, but the narrative, it it fills in so many great points in the story.
0: And we're kind of jumping around a little bit, but I'd like to point out the time, the length of game. This game, it is perfect length. It's shorter than I thought it was, but it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's quick. It's compact. It does a great job with what you have.
1: Yeah. I really like
0: that because we talked about that when we were playing... Valhalla is Mm -hmm. that game overstays its welcome a little bit like if it was 10 hours shorter it would have been a perfect length of game
1: yeah this this game there's not a lot of fat in this game but at the same time yeah it's a perfect length. I think story-wise they definitely fleshed it out perfectly and like you said they did not overstay their welcome at all yeah and I love that
0: the back to the story though this the story of Cal Custis is very in um inviting you know it's very easy to get in, involved in and it's very you feel very emotionally connected to the character i feel like you know from the very beginning you know when his friend dies like right away and you see the hunters coming after him i mean you really feel the fear that cal is going through and you know later you find out wow, he's basically just reliving the loss of his master over and over again. Oh yeah. And how that has impacted him throughout this throughout his life, but also throughout this story is, is quite in, interesting. Um, you know, I love the world progressions too. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to go through the different worlds. Uh, there's, what, is it four of them? Or, or five if you complete? There's
1: five including, um, I think, it's either five or six, but you always have that base planet that, while there is stuff to do there, it's usually more of discovery, less yeah. story-significant stuff after a while. Um,
0: yeah, because the, there, there's also that world that you go to at the very end to where, where, with the um,
1: Inquisitor Tower,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, the Empire's base and all that stuff is, is there, yeah. and you end up, uh, you know, huge spoiler, but we, we should probably talk about this fighting Vader. Oh so my, that
1: was awesome. So that the first time around is one of the best surprises. I mean, I guess they spoiled it in the uh, in the trailers. I guess I didn't pay too much attention to the trailers. But the first time I played it, the, first of all, the second sister gave me a run for my money. She is not an easy boss but the God first time no. you play her.
2: Not at all. And,
1: and when there's that moment when she's just kind of standing there and she's being choked and you're like, what's happening here? And then he shows up. First of all, it's Darth Vader, so you fanboy out. But what yeah, I no, really yeah. liked about God. it is you gave it a try and you're like, nope. And it's just like, let's just get out of here. And the whole place is just being torn. Like, it's, it captures what running into Vader for the first time would feel like. And there's that sense of panic. There's that, yeah. just, just go, just go. Don't worry about stormtroopers, just go.
0: And one of the coolest things about Vader's representation in newer material like this and like Rogue uh, Rogue One Yep. is because it, it captures that fear and power of Vader that we felt as kids, right? Oh, yeah that our parents yeah. might have felt as kids when they watch
2: these. But you know, kinda lose their kinda lose their ump with modern cinematography because mm-hmm. things are just so blown. things
0: are Avenger level threats, right? Right, right. So things are just so much more huge. But when you see Vader in this, he's just tearing shit apart. You know, you cannot fight him, right? He's got he just kicks kick the shit out of you and that's awesome. Like you run away.
1: Well, and, and what I love about run-ins with Vader during this period amongst these Jedi, and and like even in, and I refer to Rebels a lot, I adore that show. But it's always what is that when they see Vader? They they don't even call him him. They call him that because he's so crazy. They know what Inquisitors are, but when you see Vader, it's a whole other thing. It's something else. And but the other side of that that I really 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 love is they know exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. Hal knows who he is, whether he's met him or not. They know Skywalker, like he's a celebrity. Um, Kane and Jaris definitely knew, him, going back to Rebels. So it's it's. I like the fact that he's such a scary, terrifying mystery, but he was also probably the biggest hero of the Clone Wars, according to some of these people. And right. and that mystery behind that is just adds complexity to these run-ins.
0: Well. Correct me if I'm wrong, you are a little more in depth with the the world-building aspects of Star Wars. They don't know. Most people aren't privy to the fact that Vader is
1: no. Anakin. No. They don't. Very know that very, very very few people know it. Um I think Jocasta Nu figured it out, she's the librarian um, in the yeah. comics. But I mean that didn't do her any good cuz he killed her. So, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure most people have no idea who he is, and that's obviously by design.
0: That makes me, I'm so excited for the Obi-Wan show, but that's that's a that's a side, an aside. But
1: yeah, yeah, well, I, let's not go down that rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if we go down the Star Wars rabbit hole, we'll be talking for days, and we'll never really fully give this game its due. Um, so, story is fantastic. I, I love. I love the the time period. I know we get a lot of stuff in this time period, and and I have heard people complain about that. Like, we this time period is starting to become saturated. You know, we've we've got a lot of we've got a couple shows that follow this. We've got a movie now that's in this. Well, two movies now that fall in this time period, and now some games that are in this time period. So they're they're definitely it's starting to get crowded in here, but it. it it's still a very interesting time period because a lot of stuff has to happen in this before episode 4 happens and and the star wars everybody knows and loves comes to place
1: another another reason why i think they're kind of loading <clears throat> this is because it or this time period is because it's familiar so they can tell these stories you know the context they don't have to give too much yeah. exposition on what's going on but i think the other side of that is these characters are young enough to where you can bring them back post Uh, Empire, or even uh, post-First Order. You can probably bring Cal Kestis back for sure. I mean, he'd be an older man, but he can be in there. I I half expected in The Mandalorian, when Luke came and got Grogu, I half expected Cal to come on behalf of Luke.
0: Yeah, that would have been interesting. I would really like to see them somehow tie this together with the original trilogy in some way in a later game. Like somehow, like he gets tied in with the rep, you know, the rebels towards the end, or, or something. Maybe he's involved yeah. when Luke goes to get his lightsaber and finishes his training. Something, you know, something would be right. really cool.
1: Or he visits Yoda on Dagobah, or something. And there's like he and Luke barely cross paths, or whatever. Yeah. I guess we're we're fan fictioning right now, but no, I think. I know what you're right.
0: I, I think that would be really cool. And there's a lot of again, that's there's a lot of.
1: Room for this game, and he's quite a bit older than Luke.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he, he was around when the he was a Padawan
1: before when, Luke was even born. Like yeah, he was,
0: about the time Luke was born. You know, just
1: yeah, just yeah.
2: just around that time period.
1: So yeah, he's he's eight to ten years older than Luke. Yeah, which is cool. I didn't, I never even put that together.
0: So I remember talking to you offline about you're like go to go to dathomir get get the the,
1: the double-bladed tilt. the
0: double-bladed lightsaber and then get out. Yeah. I love Dathomir. I thought that was such a cool place. And I didn't mind fighting the stuff there too much. It is a dangerous planet.
1: Yeah. And Especially really, early on.
0: Yeah. And I thought it but I did I liked it a lot. I thought it was really freaking cool. The, the whole night sister and night brothers aspect of the star wars universe is very cool and intriguing to me yeah. so the fact that they brought that in and we've never seen a realistic looking night sister
1: uh, that i can yeah, call ventures
0: but but she's not in any live
2: action stuff right
1: she's no, only in she's, i mean and she's dead they would have to make a live action um
2: clone a clone version kind of
1: era thing and i don't I mean it would be a really cool story. She's a very complex character but Yeah. Um Well and I
0: just watched the the Clone Wars, you know, little mini saga where she they're following her around when right. when Maul comes back and Savage is involved and all that stuff. But but my point is there's no, like, realistic depictions of them. They're mostly in, like, the cartoons.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. I
0: and you're saying. so I, we have Knight Brothers, obviously, because we have Darth Maul in Episode 1. And well, there, just...
1: there's a few more of... Like, there's uh, one of them on the Jedi Order. I forget that race's name. Um, so there's a few live-action oh, yeah. versions of that guy. Of that yeah. race, I mean.
0: But there's no, like, Knight Sisters until this. Yeah. And she looks pretty cool. I mean, like... It's a really neat representation, and her character, I love her character. What is her name? Um,
1: uh, yeah, I forget her name. I, I, I can't think of her
0: name. I have the list of characters right here. I cannot, I don't see her name real fast. Oh, uh, Marin,
1: right? Marin, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Marin. And I, I, it sucks that she's so late in the game that she, like, basically joins the party. But I want another game to see how her and Cal kind of join teams and like be involved and hell, like maybe you get to play as a night sister for a little while in the second game. Or well, they like that.
1: they need to flesh out what their version of the force is a little bit more. Um, just because they portray it as magic, but it's still the force. Right. But it, it's all the green, uh, as, as what's his face, quicksilver on WandaVision, say the green wiggly woos. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I would like to figure out how they became attuned with the Force that way, how they use it that way, and all that stuff, because it's really cool, and it's so different.
0: Well, and they can, they can, they're kind of like necromancers in some ways, right? Because they can bring the dead back to life, and, and, like, undead-living creature things, and they have, like, mind-control-ish abilities. I mean, offshoots of things that the Jedi use the Force for, or the Sith use the Force for but they use it in such a different way right and it feels much more myst- mystical reminds me i mean of course it has its roots in 70s 80s fantasy anyway but it reminds me of some of the shows or comics from the, or books from the 70s and 80s that were in the in the fantasy genre
2: um i can't think of what it's called there was a uh, i'm 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 going to kill us now uh, <laughs> but there's a there is
0: a show i watched as a kid I forgot he was a barbarian, but it was actually set in the future, in like post-apocalyptic world, and he had the sun sword. I don't, huh. I don't, I don't remember what it's called. Something the barbarian. It wasn't obviously it wasn't the Conan the barbarian. But I was, think I know what you know, you're
2: talking but, about. But it was
0: really cool, and it really reminds me of that some of the magic that they had in that show. It's very science based or magical in some ways too. Reminds me of how the Night
2: Sisters are portrayed. And that's because it's, 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 it's because it's that, got that basis in 80s fantasy. I really like
1: the, um, the colonialism adjacent reference to that fallen Jedi that went and pretty much took over the rest of Dathomir. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool too, how he tricked them into like becoming their leader. Yeah. And, uh, that character was. Seeing more characters like him who was an established Jedi and then after Order sixty six they fell. I like seeing those as well. I think they're really cool. But he didn't like become a an Inquisitor or anything like that. He just kinda went his own evil way.
2: Yeah, he kinda he kinda went off the deep end and I hated that fight by the way.
0: That fight pissed me off so much. I kinda feel like the game I don't know, maybe this is built into the game. I kinda feel like the game like glitched out on me at that point. Oh, yeah. Because I'm fighting him, and I found, like, oh, hey, if I force push him push him at the right time, like when he's charging me, he's, like, vulnerable. And so I, I force push him, and I start beating the crap out of him, and then I back up, and I wait for him to charge me, and I force push him. And I did really well with that, mm-hmm. and then obviously the fight changes at some point, so, like, yeah. I wasn't ready to adapt to it. And so I died, and I came back. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that again. It start, It stopped working, like, randomly. It just stopped huh. doing that. Like, he would suddenly, you know how he had, you know, have like, a stagger bar?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So his stagger bar would reset after every time I fourth pushed him. Oh, that's weird. So I don't know if that was a glitch or if the game is like, we don't want you to do this, so <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to figure out another way to fight it. And I was so mad. So I actually dropped, there was only two times I dropped the difficulty in this game, and it was that fight. Yep. Because I had been fighting him for like a half hour to an hour at that point, And I was really mad because I felt like it was glitching out on me. So I was like, I'm just
2: going to get through this fight. And then I did it on the the last fight with the second sister. The second sister, yeah. But I only did it there. Throughout the game, I mean, difficulty-wise, I don't feel like it was that bad. Mm-hmm. And, and we
0: talked about this off-air briefly. That the game is... A lot of people like to talk about this game as a... Soulsborne. As a Soulsborne style game or a Metroidvania.
1: Well, and Metroidvania it, is a different. It's different than Soulsborne. And right, we can go, yeah. It's definitely absolutely. a Metroidvania.
0: But, but I don't see it so much as a Soulsborne game. And, and and mostly because I don't feel like I when I think of Soulsborne games, I think of grueling, ridiculous difficulty. Like the challenge is the most important, one of the most important parts of the game. Right. And I don't feel like this game was. I mean, it, it wasn't an easy game by any means, but it definitely, like, wasn't that hard.
1: Well, and right. the comparison you and I both felt combat-wise in this was The Witcher, mm-hmm. as far as how, how it played. I mean, it's still very different, but I think the comparison where people will call this a soulborn is more from the, the pattern recognition. Like, the more yeah. you observe from your bosses, the easier they become, and you have yeah. to be, if you're patient, it, it, it makes the boss fights way easier, even though they take a little bit longer. Um, and oh, yeah, then, absolutely. And, and then damage in this game is more unforgiving. It's not terrible, but it's more unforgiving than most third-person action adventures. games. Yeah. So I would say those are the only two where, like you said, I think folks were expecting, like, an Uncharted or yeah. something like that, that you could breeze through in combat pretty repetitive and easy in those games, whereas this they're expecting to jump in and spam whatever the action button is and and mow through people and you can't do that
0: yeah i agree you know i don't i don't know why people would assume a star wars game would just be easy either i don't think there's a very good history or trend of that you know i remember playing the uh, return of the jedi game back on the super nintendo and that was one of the hardest freaking games i ever played well, I, I,
1: the last the last uh, lightsaber game was um, Force Unleashed, though, and that was literally just mowing through people.
0: That one wasn't too bad. That one. And, that's, right. and
1: that here, that the word I'm missing is arcadey. People are expecting this to be more arcadey than it is, to where yeah. it's more of a Star Wars sim. I would say, like, it's more realistic in that sense.
0: Yeah. Well, and I I was gonna say another one of the games that I think about too when I think of Star Wars games, and they would n- nobody would ever say this game is easy is um oh my god i'm blanking on it the uh um well crap i'm i'm having trouble finding my my words what do
1: you, what do you do in this game
0: this is the one it's on n64 and it's an offshoot oh,
1: with uh, um it's the one Shadows of the Empire
0: Shadows of the Empire yeah that's it yeah. that game was really cool and very difficult right yeah that one's very platforming too though, yeah so this game has got some platforming aspects. Dash Rendar,
1: that's the guy. Dashrendar, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I had the, uh, audiobook for that, that book, I um, when I was a kid.
1: I had his action figure in his ship. Yeah, his ship's pretty cool. That's I don't remember- It's a freighter, but it, it does, it can, it, it can ship like a bee ships. wing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, it's kinda similar to this, to the ship in this game, right, in Fallen Order has some similar aspects to it. Dude, I I love
1: the animation of that ship landing the Mantis. Yeah. When the wing kind of goes down and the landing gear come out. Like, that was satisfying to watch every single... Yeah, you
0: know, and... I loved some of the stuff that they do at this... You know, it went... A lot of these kind of games can feel kind of cookie cutter at a certain point like oh like i'm going to this planet and i'm going to go do find this thing because that's what i'm doing the whole game oh and i i do that i fight some some bad guys go back to the ship go to the next planet do the same kind of thing maybe maybe a night sister all right sorry not a night sister maybe a second sister or ninth sister somebody shows up i fight them and i come back but you know it'll throw you for a curve you're running back from I'm running back to the ship at one point. I forget which planet was on. And I run into a bounty hunter. Yep. And all of a sudden, I end up, like, on some ship in the middle of nowhere or somewhere. And not knowing what the hell's going on. I'm I'm separated from, my, from BD-1, and I don't have any weapons or anything like that. Right. And that was pretty freaking cool.
1: Well, normally missions like that in games really irritate me. Like, that take me out of the action. But, yeah, I absolutely love that portion of the story. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And I think you feel more concerned for BD1, and I think the character development and the relationship building there was awesome. And so in that mission, it's not like, oh, great, now I have to do a no-weapons mission like I always do and stealth around. Instead, it was like, let's go get my robot.
0: Well, and it wasn't really, like, that big of a deal, because you're more, it's more puzzly. You're You're not really fighting anything at that moment. You know, you're not really having to sneak around. It feels like you're sneaking around, but you're not, because there's nothing to fight yet. Yeah, you're just trying to find your way through this place, find BD1, and get the hell out of there. Yeah, but you know, there's not really any danger at that point until you get out, and then you're in some. All of a sudden, you're in like a a Coliseum gladiator type setup.
1: Oh yeah, that was fun.
0: With the relation? they were, they were playing
1: ahead. the uh, that Mongolian metal band too from the beginning during that yeah. time. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. The um, relationship between the characters is really cool. Mm-hmm. And the relationship between Cal and BD One,
1: yep. Even like tri- you're mute. Okay, you were. I muted really like. Household.
0: I really like that relationship between Cal and BD One. Uh, it's it, it's reminiscent of the relationships you know you see in other Star Wars shows yeah. or movies or whatever. And little MIT. buddy robot. Yeah, so it, it's a little bit cliche, I guess, at this point, but I, I like it. Like it was, it was a good cut, tu- a nice touch. For right.
1: This. But I don't think you've ever had the robot companion in a game, in a Star Wars game, quite like this. Yeah, yeah, you have R2 and all those astromech droids, and yeah, you have BB-8 and his style of astromech. But as far as games go, I would say that Iden was in uh, Battlefield 2. You had her little robot, but that wasn't, like, that wasn't fleshed out at all. But it was also a dice game, so they're not too worried about um, well, it's
0: not a it's not a story driven game. You know, those Battlefront right. games have never been story driven. Like the story is the fact that you're in the war basically that's going on whether that the, be the, Empire, the story in
1: Battlefield 2 is actually pretty pretty darn good. Battlefront Battle or whatever it's called. The the Battlefront? The, 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 the Dice Star Wars game.
0: The most recent one, right? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, you know, the story
1: there's pretty cool.
0: So I avoided that game because I was really uh, with a, as a lot of people and a lot of listeners probably were at least initially were disappointed in EA's approach to that with yes. all the all the pay to
1: play mechanics involved. And I just got it for the story, so I didn't care about any of that. And, and, and I, it's a gorgeous game.
0: I yeah, and I tend to do that too. And and, and now that it's
2: on, now that it's on Game yeah. Pass, I'm I'll, I'll play playing. You know, and they t- they've tapered down a lot of that. Um, those pay mechanics. So, yeah. but
0: it's it's one of those things where you'd have to pay a ridiculous amount of money to be able to
2: experience the full game.
1: As a Star Wars fan, though, you should definitely play through the um, story oh, mission well. at least. Yeah, uh, it, and even in the Mandalorian, um, they brought up something that is that was created in that game. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? There some called Operation Cinder. Oh. Uh, Bill Burr character when they were trying to figure out where uh, what's his name was, Moth Gideon was and they had to break into that Stormtrooper base or whatnot um, before Bill Burr shot that dude he was talking about Operation
2: Cinder I think. Okay, okay. And that, that came from Battlefront. Okay. Yeah, so this, this game um, back to the character
0: development did a yeah. great job with the character development you can really feel the
2: tension um, between uh, uh, is it Taryn? Is that her name? Uh, I don't think so. No, that's not right. Um, between your your part about Trilla? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. The and one who uh, cut herself off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And um, a second and the second sister, right? Yeah. You can really feel the. Tension there, and the
0: absolute pain that they both went through, but just how they com- went completely different directions with it.
1: And they're both sympathetic too. Like you really feel bad for the second sister. I forget her her normal name. Yeah. Uh, but what's also cool is she and Cal knew each other, so there was that familiarity between the two of them. Or or what's her face, the second sister just did crazy research. But I got the impression that they knew of really? each other at least back during when they were both Jedi. Yeah, See,
0: I didn't get that impression.
2: So they're
1: about the same age. Uh, Trilla, our what's her face is a little bit older, the second sister. But you would think that they would be in similar age groups coming up as Padawans.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't know. I I didn't get that impression. I guess that it doesn't mean that they
2: didn't. But I kind of got more of the impression that she is just got well, well read, well, well informed. Right. Yeah. Uh, but. That was a neat a neat piece, a way of presenting it, I think, is the way they did that relationship
0: between them. And then they kind of revealed to you over time that, okay, it's not
2: the simple the second sister is an evil je, evil Jedi, right? She's and, just and, surviving, yeah. Right, she's just surviving. You know, any
0: of us put in a terrible situation and tortured, like they probably, they tortured her. We'd see a little bit of this
2: as the game goes on, Right. you know, could break she broke yep and you see more of how that impacts people when you see the ninth sister
0: right mm-hmm. she's a little more crazy and wild
1: right than but all these the inquisitors are are i mean they're cool characters and i hope in the future they do a little bit more with them yeah um especially in this game seeing a transition from a former jedi to an inquisitor yeah. is really cool um, yeah. I'm just—I'm curious of their their um, their pecking order, though, because I mean, she seems like she's the head inquisitor, but there's also the grand inquisitor who I who should be alive at this time, I would think. I would assume so. so I, my
0: understanding is all the inquisitors bow to Vader. That's yeah. his his pet project. Yep. And then they have their peck order, and I kind of got the impression that the the sisters were a special group of Inquisitors.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Like a little Sep- order within the order.
0: Right, kind of yeah. above. Because then you've got those like regular Inquisitor troopers that you fight throughout, and they're kind of just like badass stormtroopers almost.
1: Well, and there's other Inquisitor Inquisitors from the shows. So, right, right, Yeah, and that's those are the, the main things I'm thinking of. Cause, um, well, the, the, one the, of them... the, Not the Grand Inquisitor, but one of the later ones in Rebels he had a, like, they all have weird names like that, like... What was his name?
0: There's one in the Ahsoka book, too, because Ahsoka runs into an Inquisitor Inquisitor, while she's hiding after Order 66. And that was was pretty neat, too. That was my first introduction to the Inquisitors, because I actually hadn't
2: watched... uh, So,
1: they're just called Sisters and Brothers, and... Um, minus the Grand Inquisitor. Okay. So you have, like, the second sister, the fifth brother, the sixth brother, the seventh sister, the eighth brother. So, yeah, it's all of them. It and then is, they have, like, unnamed Inquisitors as well.
0: Those were, like, the ones that you fought regularly, I'm guessing, the unnamed Inquisitors. Right? Those were, inqui- were they, Inquisitors, th- th- right?
1: No, I think those were, honestly, just Death Troopers with, um, Oh. With, uh... Fancy okay. Equipment. Okay. I see. I I guess I Dark you know, troops, or whatever they call them.
0: Okay, that makes sense. I kind of interpreted them as being special, like Inquisitor troops, but maybe they I, are troops. I just, but they I just
1: saw them as the flesh and blood version of General Grievous's guards with the um, whatever stats. I forget what those were called, but um, those yeah. robots that would follow him around that would give Jedi grief. They oh, yeah. They like, yeah. just human versions of those guys.
0: Yeah, that that makes sense. And it cl- less clutters things when you or do like that, old that way Sith. too. Or like
1: old Sith soldiers. um, not old Sith soldiers from like, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. They didn't all have powers, but they were more elite than just some, yeah, big grunt, even though that's not canon. Yeah, but I, it's a good point of reference. <laughs> I, uh, I, I have a question for you and I'm very curious about this. Sure. And, and honestly, the mechanic in now has been nerfed like crazy. Um, it gave me so much grief the first time around. What did you think of the sliding? The sliding? Oh, like when you're like on
0: a legit slide
1: and sliding yeah, around? Yeah, you have to slide down the mud, slide down the ice, and then you'd have to like jump, force-pull the rope, swing over here, grapple to the... like. What do you think of all that?
0: So I don't mind that stuff. I like platformers, and that's very yeah. platformer-ish to do, so it didn't really bother me at all. I didn't find it that challenging either and i but i do think some people who are less used to platformers found that to be more much more challenging and annoying yeah and because i've heard people talking about the story or i've heard people reviewing this game talk about that and that can be very hit or miss for folks i don't i don't know i didn't bother me they probably overdid it just a little bit because there are points where you're doing it a lot
1: like come on yeah yeah
0: but i like Like, when you're on, um, I think it's Zappos. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: And Zappos, that's the second planet, right? I guess it doesn't have to be, but I I think Zappos was the second planet I went to, and you have to go to that, like, underground area where they're digging, Mm -hmm. and and the only way down there is to keep going down those things, and then you take the elevators up to get back, and that got a little bit old. Like, if I... Because I couldn't take the elevator down, I could mm-hmm. only take the elevator up. If I could have, if I did it the first time, like that makes sense. I got
2: surprised. I fell down a hole. Whatever. Right. Right. But the mechanic that I would purposely do that every time seems a little more far fetched. But once I activate the elevator, I should be able to go up and down. What? And that that seems more story, uh, story, um, con, you know,
1: consistent. The first time around, and maybe it's just because I despise platformers and I'm not good at them, um, I, I, like, there was no clipping on the sides of those slides. Yeah. So I went flying off of them all the time. And there was one particular one, I can't remember the planet. I didn't have the trouble the second time I played it, but the first time I played it, the turn is so sharp. And the physics were terrible at the time, and yeah. like I just kept going straight, and it took me hours just from like really? the, the moment up here down to this area, just trying to make that curve without flying off the side. See, and I I about threw my controller at it.
2: I could see that being frustrating for folks. See, I I
0: just played Mario sixty four again not too long ago. Yeah, and there's a lot of like little racetrack things where you're doing that, and there's no no sides, so. Oh, yeah. I, this is nothing for me this is easy compared to that so i right. for me it wasn't that big of a deal but again you know i have that frame of reference where i play a lot of platformers i enjoy platformers so the platforming aspects of this game didn't bother me at all
2: right it's just
0: but it, it's just part of it but i also like it like i was mentioning if i have to do it in the way i had to on Zappos, it's like taking me out of the story and that bothers me
2: right but like if i'm
0: Right, but if I'm like somewhere and all of a sudden the ground falls out of me and now I'm sliding down this thing, okay, that's kind of cool and and the only reason
2: I'm able to do this is because I'm a Jedi with force abilities to where I can sense what's coming ahead or whatever it might be. Right. That's a good segue into the force abilities in this game. What are your thoughts on those?
1: (laughs) I like them and I like, This new kind of status quo of each Jedi having their specialty kind of force power, and in this, Cal had Kylo Ren's force power, he could freeze things or slow them down. Yeah. um, Which I thought was really cool. Um, Like Rey, for instance, she can heal things. That's her her niche. I think just does everything. But, um, but I, I. (laughs) <laughs> I like the way they executed them and also too the fact that he wasn't crazy powerful. He seemed more of a baseline guy and he wasn't anything special as far as Jedi go. He was just a so,
0: front of the mill
2: Jedi.
1: Exactly. So his, I think his, his book of, of tricks, uh, or bag of tricks, excuse me. Um, I thought it was super appropriate and I think if they would have had any more in there, it would have over cluttered the game mechanics and they would have had to use some goofy Button mapping in order for you to use any more, um, any more powers anyway. Yeah. But really, like even when I play a Force Unleashed or something like that, um, Jedi Knight, um, I just use those basic uh, right things anyway when I when I need to. Unless I have a Force choke and I can, you know, drop stormtroopers off a cliff, I'll do that all the time. The <laughs> but uh, but yeah, push and pull is really all you need. Well, I agree. I actually
0: really like it was really good how they did the mapping
1: yeah, yeah and how
0: you unlock them and they kind of build on top of each other so i it was really natural when you got a new ability to kind of just add that to the repertoire right i will say i wish there were more like add to your combo or oh yeah yeah make your all your lightsaber attacks more powerful or now you have a a force that you've built up your force sense, so you're more likely to block or defend or, or block or dodge better or take less damage when you get hit because you, ter- you anticipate it or something. I think that would have been cool just because you get one boost to your attack. Yeah. Bad guys get harder as you go. Like you fight more of those dark troopers or whatever they're called. When you get to Dathomir, the Knight Brothers are freaking pain in the butt because they take so much damage right right. and i i I feel like if there would have been a little more of that rpg element to where your skills improve a little bit more as you go i would have i would have really appreciated that
1: myself and i think that's what's difficult for you and i because i was just sitting here as you're going through that thinking yeah like especially that skill tree i mean it is what it is but it's very It leaves a lot to the imagination, and they can definitely improve upon it, but you also have to remember it's not an RPG.
0: Right, it's not. And that's
1: that's the thing that kind of, I guess, makes my disappointment less so, is I'm just like, okay, this is truly, this is a very linear, very short um, third-person action game with RPG elements. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think you can give it a little bit more forgiveness when you step back, in, in real oh, life back. and realize
0: that. And that's that's uh, nitpicking because I yeah. I really I I mean I would put this game up in the nine category. This was a fantastic game. I love this game. I don't now have any it, issues. It's not too short. It's not too linear. I love all these aspects about it. So
1: for a sequel, I would like to see more of an RPG ish game, like a more open sandboxy game with Cal, I think that would be really cool. And I think now that this story has been told, I think an RPG could work, but I don't... I'm glad they went in the direction of Yeah.
0: You know, I would be fine with another fairly linear, but very story-driven, very graphically heavy, beautiful game. Like, basically a interactive... Movie, you know that's right. kind of what this game was. It was an interactive movie with exploration elements. And
1: that's how I now, felt about
0: it too. I some of the collectible stuff, I could see some different things in there because I, I don't know, about, I don't know about you, but I did, once I found a lightsaber setup I like, I just stuck with it. Yeah. Once I found a, a, a skin for for uh, BD One and for the Mantis, I kind of stuck with those. Occasionally, I would change it because they're like, oh, here's one that's like all black. That's pretty cool. Let me go with that. Right. I, I never – I didn't like wearing ponchos.
1: I never did either.
0: So I always went with the one without, and I liked the darker color because it reminded, it reminded me more of like what Luke wore in Empire. Right. So I went with that. So I didn't do a whole lot of that stuff, so I'd like to see a little more variety in those things. But I also love how I also I, – I still enjoyed finding stuff. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like I was missing out. Like, and had to like dig in to find everything, which a lot of, especially platform heavy games feel that way. Like, you have to find everything.
1: Well, and I, I really want you and I to revisit this, especially once it gets the fidelity boost to the to the new oh, yeah. gen. Just because I want you to play a new game plus, because all those collectibles, you still have them, and so ah, and, yeah. and and you know, part of I, I had fun too finding stuff. Um, and getting updating uh, your robot BD one and and having to backtrack, I I truly enjoyed getting all those crazy stuff. But in my new game, plus I didn't have to as frequently, and I I think it allowed me to focus on other things.
2: Did, was your was your skills tree still unlocked? No. Uh, so the that would
1: only be... thing you keep is the collectibles that you found. So do you your still lightsaber get... still bare bones. Uh... Double
2: sided lightsaber still? If you found that.
1: Not from the beginning. No, you still have to play through the story and get it where you get it in the story.
2: Oh, okay. What about what about um?
1: Literally, just the customization stuff. Okay,
2: so you don't get your upgraded health or anything like that. Okay. Because
0: that was kind of a cool thing too—is that you could find things that would upgrade your health or force meters. Right. Which is another aspect that I like of that game. That could be a little bit more. There could be a little bit more of that.
1: I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure the stim pack. Boost is still there. So when you found the additional stim packs, yeah, I I'm pretty sure I started with more than what I started with the first time on my new game plus. So I think you I think you up. only get
2: I think you only get two
0: when you first start. And I'm up. I think I was up to four by the end of the first playthrough.
1: So I yeah. So I started this this new game plus with three, and then I finished my new game plus with four. All day. Okay. Cool.
0: There was there was some cool things too because. It's really neat because if you, even if you're looking around, you'll walk by and you'll miss something because it's like tucked off behind you and your perspective going forward, you don't see it. Right. When you, if you come back that way, it's like, oh, hey, there's this thing I missed. That's pretty right. cool. Or when you get a new power, it's like, oh, now I can finally get to that area I couldn't get to before. And the game does a really good job of putting you back in those places as opposed to making you have to go all the way through them again to find it. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, I knew there was this one place I had to go through to get to this, to use this force where this force power would be really helpful for. Maybe I should go look for it again. But it was all the way in the middle of Dathomir, so like, where? How the hell? How the hell am I, I going to get there? But usually it's like, I'm going through, like, how, I'm going through Dathomir. I'm kind of getting through. Hey, there's an area I can't get to, but I, I know there's something up there I want. I, oh well, I'll come back, I guess go through a little bit for, further forward. I unlock that power. A giant bat thing attacks me, and I end up, like, right where I need to be. It's like, that's pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> that's good uh, That's good story development and and driving you through the right way, I think. I like when games do that kind of stuff.
1: That, that sequence was so much fun when you were writing Oh, my search. God, yeah. That was so much fun. And again, normally I hate Game, like portions of games like that, where you're riding that thing that's just trying to transition you to a different part of the map. Yeah. And like these, ga- normally I can't stand that mechanic, but in this, it was truly enjoyable, and I felt that it wasn't too quick timey. eventy, you know, like yeah. it, it felt it felt natural. It didn't just feel like, oh, we need to get you up to the top of the mountain. We're gonna have you ride a dragon and fight it <laughs> all the way there. You know. Yeah.
0: You know, I. this reminded me as we were talking about this another game this game this really reminds me of is god of war
1: yeah that that's what i was thinking of when i was just talking was that and and it's 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 kinetic like god of war too like when the lightsaber hits things you feel it it's so satisfying. and and it's the same way with god of war you feel him just tearing into these things and Mm -hmm. um even like you know Getting kind of uh, a little morbid here, but when you cut through stormtroopers and stuff too, like it feels, I uh, probably as close as you can feel to actually swinging a lightsaber and lopping someone's arm off. But like it, it yeah, you can really feel it more than any other Star Wars game yeah. I think that's ever been put out. I'm not gonna lie,
0: I loved fighting the stormtroopers. That were they were the most satisfying enemy for me. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was the nostalgia because that was the enemy in the original trilogy, or or what. But you know, being able to deflect laser blasts right back at them was so fun. It's it's not that hard to do, no. which is cool. So anybody who wants to play this game is going to be able to take out some. I mean, just about anybody is going to be able to take out some 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 stormtroopers with deflections, and I think that's really cool. And then, you know, just, it, like you said, it just feels so satisfying to cut through them. They're annoying when they start firing rockets at you and stuff,
1: but, you know. But once you have a push and you can throw them back at them, it's it's that much more fun. Like,
2: they were my favorite enemy to fight. I don't know. What what about you? What was your favorite enemies to fight? I liked, uh,
1: I hated the, uh, the the robots from Rogue One. Um, those guys (laughs) were annoying yeah i really enjoyed fighting the um and i guess this is more of a boss but the 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 not the second sister but the alien looking one the bigger one ninth
2: sister the ninth kind of like a krogan.
1: yeah that fight was so much fun um and i guess i just love that planet from that's because that's where you ride that bird up there uh and then and then it ends with that fight with the second sister. Very satisfying fight. Yeah. As far as normal grunts, I like fighting the um, the stormtrooper scouts with the with the batons. Yeah. Because they weren't as bad as like the dark trooper guys that got kind of annoying after a while. because um, after a while, those guys just seem like damage sponges.
2: Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, I feel like the.
0: The, the systems could be updated a little bit for the next game yeah. where like I felt like I would time a block perfectly and
1: it just wouldn't do any good. The animations I will say uh, as far as game mechanics goes is probably my biggest issue with the game and I get that they were trying to make motions fluid and and make it look like you're doing stuff but man if you're stuck in a slow fluid motion you okay. can still get destroyed yeah. and that that killed me a few times. Um, yeah, that... Well, they that can tighten up the animations s- or can- be able to cancel them. Like, yeah, you know, you're singing, and you're going to do a heavy attack, but somebody, like, counters or does something else, you need to be able to cancel or back up or roll or, or something, yeah. Like, glitcher at least you can roll out of those animations. This, you cannot.
0: Well, and I also feel like I'm fighting those guys with the batons. I'm like, I'm blocking them and that's supposed to be a good thing and i don't feel like every time it was actually a good thing i would still get hurt or it wouldn't would you know it would make that like nice satisfying thud when i would block it but it wouldn't block it or something so i feel like there's some lag or some something there that could be tightened up that would make this more satisfying like if i'm learning their moves and i'm countering them as i should I should be rewarded for that, not punished.
1: Well, in the hand-to-hand stuff in this game, parrying is crucial. Like, you have to do it. And when it does, doesn't work how it's designed, it really cheeses the game.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I
0: I think the hand-to-hand stuff is my favorite part of the game when it works right. But I think it's, right. it's always there. Favorite and least favorite planet to go to. Um,
1: I think my favorite planet. Um, let's see, let me pull them up. On order planets. So there's. I mean, I think Zaphameer is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I
0: think I called the planet one planet Zepho, and that was not the planet. That was the. That was the people, right?
1: Yeah. The people. Yeah. I would say that definitely Dathomir and Ilum were my two favorites. I liked Ilum just because, even though it was more puzzly, um, I liked Ilum because it was more nostalgic. Because It was very
0: cool to go back to, Ilum, to, go and to go, Ilum.
1: And then that's what First Orders, uh, that base, uh, they turn Ilum into that. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah. So, um, the First Order will do that. And I think Zephyr was probably my least favorite. Or okay. it's the one, the one where you're where you're Definitely. going down into the basement, the one you were talking about, where you slide all the way down and then you have to push those balls into the the things to activate the new. Like I didn't, I didn't like that planet. Kashyyyk was fun.
0: I Kashyyyk was my least favorite.
1: I just like saying Kashyyyk and being on Kashik, which is
0: fun. Okay, so Bogano's the first one. braka Dothamir. Elam, Kashyyyk, Nura, and Zepho is the planet. So we were right about Zeppo. It's also called the Zepho people too. That's oh cool. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: So yeah, Zepho was the one I think that we're, we're thinking of. Now I like Kashyyyk, like it is so cool to go to the Wookiee homeworld and it's a very beautiful and artistically satisfying world. But I hated the, bo- the bikes there. Yeah. Like, I hated fighting the different creatures there.
1: And I the think that's what I like, just because it's different. Yeah. It changed it up for a little bit, but it didn't... It didn't... What I like about this game is each planet has its enemies. I mean, they all have stormtroopers. But the fact yeah. that, okay, now that we've introduced, you know, Resident Evil, now they have introduced the Hunters, now you have to deal with them all the time, <sighs> even though they, yeah. you know... And I'm glad they didn't do that. And so, because yeah. you don't have to backpack to too often. No. Um, I like going there... Getting my business done on Kashyyyk and getting out. Getting out. Yeah.
0: And that was another thing I really didn't mind about this game. When people are talking about not having fast travel and just having to retrack things all the time. You know, it sounds like it would be a big deal, but I hope that didn't turn anybody off because it actually is not too bad with the way they did the with it the way they unlock shortcuts worked pretty well and pretty fluidly.
1: There is that one planet, though. And actually, no, I changed my answer. Uh, Zepho is not my least favorite planet. It's the planet with that village, and you have to—it's a—it's more platforming, which is probably why I don't like it. But you yeah. have to time those those turbines and stuff, and slow them down and run across them. Yeah, I hated that planet. Yeah, <laughs> and and you have to backtrack on that planet, and backtracking on that planet is a pain because you have to go over those things again. And it's, yeah. it's more of a Brinstean, I think. At that point. Yeah,
0: yeah. Is that that might be the same planet? It's just a different part.
1: I mean, and if it's Zeppo, then Zepho I think it can, is. Zepo can suck it. Is. It's,
0: I think it is the same planet. Yeah, that I actually thought it was kind of cool because that's the first part where you find the storm, start fighting stormtroopers and stuff. Oh yeah. But I also didn't know what the hell was going on when I was doing that, and I kept like, do I save? Do I, what do I do? Because people come back. But really, as long as you get to the next save point. You're probably all right to rest if you have to. You rarely are going back and if there's you know, for the most part it's not that big of a deal as long as you continue going forward.
1: And I appreciated that. It's a calculation if okay, I'm out of stim packs, my health is here, this is where I am on the map. Yeah. Do I just get back and hope I cleared the way enough and get to a safer spot, or do I reset here, get all my stuff back but the enemy will respawn. I enjoyed that. I've heard a lot of complaints about that mechanic. I think it's really cool.
0: I could take it or leave it. Honestly, it didn't add a whole
1: lot for me, but it didn't really take
0: it back. I do think it's kind of dumb sometimes to go through an area like story-wise to go through an area, have slaughtered everything, save you know rest and save, and then suddenly everything's back like nothing happened. You know, if there was a better in-game explanation of that, like oh this it's not the exact same guys. Uh, in some way that makes you know that it's not the exact same guys. Like, it's it's the next troop that came in for Well, yeah, they could do an animation where,
1: where, you know, it's the assumption that whenever he meditates, it takes him four hours. And during that yeah. time, show him meditating and showing a new transport ship landing and the, uh, the the stormtroopers come in, clearing out their buddies, and then, you know, taking their spot. That would make sense. Even if they it's only did that once. Exactly, exactly. You'd only have to show that the first couple times. And then, um, yeah. You're
2: good, yeah. Yeah. So. But, yeah, I, I you know, kind of keep being aware of the time. I love this game. Yeah. I am excited. I'm glad we played it. I'm very excited for the next one because obviously it leaves it very open for another one. I think they would be dumb to not do another one. And respawn is definitely one
0: of my favorite 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 developers out there right now because of how good they are and how well they've done stories. If you haven't played Titanfall two, you need to. It's it's awesome.
2: The story is really good, and and I'm not even talking. They could have added
1: a couple hours to that game, and it would have been perfect.
0: And for everybody listening, they just updated it, so now it's a series. Uh, got series X boost, series S. Does it really? Yep, I think. I, I'm don't quote me on this. I feel like it was sixty, sixty frames at 4K. Uh, it, it may have been 120, but I, I think it's 60 at 4K, and then the S version is 45 frames gotcha. at 1440. But yeah, actually, yesterday a bunch of people were posting about everybody get on, so there should actually be a a fairly good online crowd right now. But yeah, it is a fantastic game. Everybody out there should play it, and it's another probably eight to ten hour playthrough.
1: Really good one. Especially for Star Wars fans, this is definitely a must play, even if you do it once, just to get the story elements from it. Um, But everybody else, if you just love solid story, good action, really, really, really likable characters, play this game. Yep.
2: I agree. So, cool. Well, that's this month's Jared, do you want to tell the folks what we're going to be playing uh, for the next month? Mass Effect. Oh, no, no. Oh, wait. That's, that's the next month. That's the next, oh, next month. What are we playing for this month? Outriders.
1: Have- oh, yeah, Outriders. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we The order, folks, just so you know, the timing is kind of weird yeah. for these two games. And so we've technically kind of started playing Outriders, and so that just kind of it's it behind It's behind me from my yeah. perspective.
2: It dropped yeah. quickly. We finished, you know, Fallen Order was pretty quick, and we needed something to fill the time
0: because Mass Effect doesn't come out until the middle of May, and, of course, we're going we're gonna to play through Mass Effect. So, folks, whenever Mass Effect comes out, go ahead and j- feel free to jump into that one because we will be talking about that one in, I guess that would be June. It no. Be
1: June. It comes out June? this month. It comes out this month, so we would be playing it. Oh, it'd be no, we talking about July. in July. Yeah. it would be
0: July because the Outriders would be the June game.
1: But that's so feel free to jump good in though Outriders. because because um, we'll get I want time. I want to get as far into that game. Pass. I know, right? So it yeah. and I should be ready to go. I got the digital delivery and all that. Fun so stuff. did I. So did I.
0: Oh, and everybody who has Game Pass out there, you will get ten percent off. Is fifty three dollars. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's worth it.
2: Definitely. All
0: right. So next next month we'll be covering Outriders. We'll get to talk a little bit about that. Jared and I will make sure we jump on and do some of the multiplayer aspects cause I think that's a big sell for this game.
1: It and is, And that's a- what I, I really want to... I think I'll enjoy it more if you and I are sitting there chatting and we're coming up with I agree. strategies. And I think the horde aspect of that... Uh, let's not get into it. But yeah, I, yeah it'll be fun. I agree. It, so we I agree. definitely do that too. All
0: right, folks. Well, you can find us anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, we are officially on Apple Podcasts now. Ooh. Just make sure you look for, I mean, if you're listening to it, you probably know, but play the number two win
2: pod. And we can be found pretty much anywhere if you use those uh, those criteria. We're on Twitter if you want to chat with us. Uh, that is play underscore win. And
0: you can also email us at playthenumber2win at gmail.com. Feel free to send us your suggestions, your ideas for games. We want to know everything you thought about these games because we will talk about them okay. during the uh during the game, uh, during our actual story or story, during our actual review of the the games, our discussions. Mm-hmm. If I can speak, <laughs> you're good. And uh, you know, we'll hopefully get more and more discussions as things continue and continue to get great games like Jedi Fallen Order.
1: probably
2: one of my favorite games we've played so far no yeah it's for sure my favorite i mean i
1: flew through it in what like three days
2: (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't much longer
0: for me all right everybody we'll see you next month take care all right
1: see you folks thanks